Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this project in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you are feeling extra generous. So there's some breaking news right now, and it's coming from Marijuana Moment, and it's coming from the great reporter Kyle Yeager. Um, so I'm going to read the entire article. Vermont governor, who has been a, a opponent of cannabis and only signed the um, home grow gifting and um, legal smoking in private residence bill because the legislature sort of pressured him to and because, you know, he lives in a state where cannabis is wanted and liked so he kind of his hand was forced to sign but he didn't really want to sign the home grow possession gifting and um using bill but he did but now he seems open to legalizing sales so we're going to read this latest scoop from marijuana moment shout out to marijuana moment they always put out good content tom angel is an og kyle yeager is an og they put out good content all the time they've been doing it for so long so let's read the, this article vermont governor seems open to legalizing marijuana sales by kyle yeager vermont governor is apparently open to legalizing taxing and regulating marijuana sales in the state a significant shift from his earlier position while the legislature legalized low-level possession and home cultivation in 2018 the current law doesn't allow for sales and governor phil Scott, Republican, has said in the past that he's wary about allowing such commercial activity, citing concerns about impaired driving. And we took that we took that analysis down in a previous episode when we showed that Vermont has among the lowest impaired driving rates in the country and um, that people driving high or drunk is not it's not as big of an issue as in other states you know Vermont is doing very well in this in its own right but he's just using that as a shield and as a way to culture war posture and be like oh I don't like cannabis because it's gonna make Vermont less Vermont you know it's gonna make it's gonna bring in more city slickers that are spending money and staying here it's going to um lower property values it's going to cause impaired driving you got to think of the children like that's like the posturing he's using for the other bad reasons and the other um sort of xenophobic reasons and the other sort of old-fashioned reasons he doesn't personally support it he's just using those reasons because he knows that his 
personal reasons would be sort of like if he actually said it, like he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be governor. And you know what I mean? So he knows he has to be competent and hide the ball. But let's continue. Again, Vermont has some of the lowest impaired driving rates in the country, as we talked about in a previous episode. But the 2020 session could be different. As Scott reportedly eyeing tax and regulate legislation and considers a potential source of revenue to support an after-school program he's pushing. The governor still wants to ensure any reform legislation includes a provisions to prevent driving under the influence. Quote, if we do end up there, this might be a good use of any revenues from there, Administration Secretary Susan Young told Vermont Public Radio in an interview released on Wednesday. That's not exclusively how we plan to fund it, but we are going to be creative and looking like we did some clean water to find certs. And you can listen to Young's clips below. Okay, why not? I'm feeling the mood to play. Let's play it. Feeling lucky like that um, Google term search thing says. Can hear it. Can unmute it. Apologies. We're having technical difficulties playing the flipping clip. So we're not going to play said clip right now. Um, So we're just going to I'm just going to read the article when it loads up again and then wrap up the episode, I guess. This is live, folks. <laughs> Maybe I'll just play some commercials while my computer is being stupid. All right, so we're going to skip the comments because my computer is being dumb right now. After a state official, Cynthia Cynthia Siverite, director of the State Department of Health and Alcohol Drug Abuse Programs, said in a radio interview last month that legalizing marijuana sales would better protect public health than current policy does. Quote, without the regulations, we don't know what's in it, she said. We can't control the potency of it. We can't control the access, and we definitely don't want children and adolescents to have access to it. According to top lawmakers in the state, the legislature positioned to advance a cannabis commerce bill with most members in favor of the referendum or the reform move, excuse me. House Speaker Mitzi Johnson, Democrat, said last month that she believes there is solid tripartisan majority in the House that would like to see tax and regulate pass this year. While she has expressed reluctance about the legislation in the past, the Speaker now says she won't, how nice of her, block her chamber from passing it. Last month, or last week, excuse me, Senate Judiciary Committee Richard Sears, Democrat, and House Government Operations Committee Chairwoman Sarah Copeland Hanaz said in a press conference that the time is right for the time is right to act on marijuana legislation. Excuse me, computer's being stupid right now, being slow when it doesn't really need to be slow, but it's doing what it do. Quote, we are shipping tax dollars out of state and fueling the economy in states that this is an this is industry in another state, Sears says. Makes no sense whatsoever. Quote, we look forward, excuse me. We are looking forward to working with our House counterparts in a conference committee to arrive at a bill that is supported by most members of the legislature, the governor and the general public, he said. Copeland Hanaz said adults in Vermont need to have safe and legal access to cannabis. Amen. This is an opportunity and a very unique opportunity to stand up to new industry and 
who create jobs to fill some of our vacant manufacturing and warehouse facilities in Vermont, she said. Matt Simon, New England political director of Marijuana Policy Project, agreed, quote, It seems clear to me that the year 2020, there is no state in the U.S. that is more ready to regulate cannabis sales than Vermont, he said. Other political observers in the state seem to think that Scott is coming around to legalizing sales, despite his earlier reluctance. The governor already seems to be counting those chickens that are going to be hatched from whatever tax and regulate system we have as it relates to revenue that is going to be generate, generated by a regulated marijuana market. Pete Hurstfield's of Vermont Public Radio said in a recent TV appearance, if we had the tea leaves, we could see that Governor Phil Scott has essentially resigned himself, that this is an eventuality and is counting on using Leo marijuana tax dollars to fund his priorities. Watch Hatfield's comments in 1710 in the video below. I'm not going to do that because my computer is being stupid and it's 26 minutes long. While it remains to be seen whether the governor will ultimately back a tax regulate bill, such legislation that was approved by the Senate last year, a proposal discussed again by the body's Judiciary Committee on Wednesday, advocates are optimistic that legislative session will be a success. The Senate passed bill that, which is still alive for 2020, has already been approved by one House committee. At the press conference last week, Sears expressed some frustration about how long it is taking for House committees and leadership to deal with legislation, saying he wants to be fine. He wants to get finalized legislation through a bicameral conference committee and to the governor's desk by March. Scott feels an additional pressure to support a commercial marijuana model given that he's facing re-election challenge this year by the Lieutenant Governor David Zuckerman, Vermont Progressive Party, who is strongly in favor of taxing and regulating the state's cannabis market. I think every year we go by not doing it, we are perpetuating the underground, unregulated, unjust system that we have today while other states are moving forward, Zuckerman said in 2018. In over in New Hampshire, lawmakers have decided to take a, lex- a, a lesson for Vermont, excuse me, and pursue non-commercial cannabis legalization this session, which I think will go nowhere and I think will get vetoed by the governor and will stall in the Senate. But that's just my opinion. A move that was described to marijuana moment as incremental, albeit important step towards eventual commercialization. End of article. Written by Kyle Yeager. Check out his work. He does a lot of good work on marijuana movement. He's a legend. But yeah, I mean, that's that's what you have going in Vermont. Um, if if you live in Vermont, definitely push your lawmakers, push your push Governor Scott to um support a and sign a tax and regulate model. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends, and peace out. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are a few ways that you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact,
contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 617-466-9389. That is 617-466-9389 and I may just play it on a future episode. Feel free to try Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp-based products. You can check them out by hitting the link https colon slash slash bit dot ly slash three three four k r v nine and you can enter the following codes dog treat 20 tincture 20 40 percent off iso 15 percent off cbd entire store and you can also get inexpensive cbd flour directly to your door quickly and cheaply in new england and the rest of the united states by going to https colon slash slash shop dot boston empire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland and my email to contact me is i am cannabis sativa at gmail.com and as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.